If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless in today's episode we'll be talking about another right of the personal bill of rights series and today's right is number 37 which states the following I have the right to give and receive unconditional love. Okay. Let's talk about love for a minute. Love is a show of appreciation towards someone else. It can also be um, demonstrated to show love to you, even to yourself. And in other cases, to someone else. It could be someone you know or someone you don't know you know you you even show love to your own pet or or something you cherish or love it could be even an inanimate object that you love so much you know you show it love and care and tenderness and you're there and you're always uh caring for it you know um repairing it if it ever gets damaged, or just anything. And a person, and a a pet, you feed the pet, you take care of the pet, you provide warmth to the pet, and playful, joyful times, as well as the person. You provide happy, good times for that person, but also really, truly be there when they need you. And... In times of need and in times of desperation, love truly, truly is there, must be there to be tested. So sort of like the tough times will be the times which test genuine true love. If love is there during the tough times, during the hard times, when someone is struggling, 
you showing up there and helping them with whatever it is that you can definitely shows love. Love is not hurtful, right? Love is never supposed to be harmful. Love is never supposed to leave traces of injuries and wounds and just hurt everywhere. Love isn't a tug war, as many people think. Love isn't ignoring someone to let them be attracted to you. That is BS, honestly. <laughs> that, is, that would be one-sided love and not, you know, there's no exchange of love. There's no mutual sharing of love. And love comes in many ways, shapes, and forms. It's not just an intimacy and, you know, times when people are close together. It could be shown to God. It could be shown to the oversoul. It could be shown to yourself. It could be shown to a pet, to a tree, to a plant, to anything that you have that you care for, your PC, your laptop, your I don't know, um, telephone, your, or should I say smartphone, <laughs> your clothes, etc. And in some circumstances, though, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who will show conditional love, the type of love that that they assume would be, if you give me something and I'll love you. If you do not give me something, you will suffer consequences or something like that. If, there's always that if. So as long as it's conditional, there is that if. There's a condition that has to be applied in order for so-called love to exist. Why would anybody, just why would anybody go through that? I mean, it is sort of like um, beneficial in the short term, maybe, for both parties. It could be helpful, it could be, it could be genuine, you know, sometimes. But only for the short period of time. Only to serve interests. Doesn't it feel like that? I mean, you can totally disagree and totally look at it from another perspective. I totally respect that. But um, the kind of love that people talk about a lot of times or even use in their daily lives is kind of conditional. But let's not fall into the trap or misconception that a lot of people have about unconditional love. What people may misunderstand about what unconditional love is, they think that you must love that thing or person no matter how they treat you. Like, you love this person and you care for them and you seek their 
happiness and you seek to please them and um, help them achieve their goals and provide their wants and needs and desires and care for their feelings and thoughts and solve their problems and everything, no matter how the other person treats you, like even if the other person is abusing you or tormenting you or manipulating you or gaslighting you or exploiting you for their own advantage and interest regardless of you um a lot of people think that that's what unconditional love is unfortunately let me remind you though that that is exactly what abuse means partly of course partly what abuse means abuse is when someone that is basically what a codependent person is a codependent person to a narcissist would be that person who always shows love and care and affection and attention and validation and adulation and patience and tolerance towards all the nasty, childish behaviors that a narcissist will do. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but this is literally a motorcycle passing by on a very far street. Weird. <laughs> anyway, um, so... That would be, back to our episode, that would be what a codependent person is. And, and that is sad, really. That is, that is extremely pitiful to have to be in that position. Knowing that the narcissist's or generally people who are never going to change because they never really seek change as something to look forward to. You know, they're not really seeking it. They'd rather let things the way they are because they've enjoyed the process this whole time. So why come, how come now we change it, you know? But for the codependent, the problem is that... They have this delusional hope. Illusionary? Illusory? Yeah. Delusional and illusory hope that one day the narcissist will change. One day their love will dominate and conquer the world. And they will no longer be angry at me. If I stop being scared they will love me if i stop being so uh i don't know careless they will care for me if i give them more attention they will look at me if i will take care of more of our children they will consider me as a living human being and all those as you know not conditions and hypotheses Conditional hypotheses is what I meant to say. 
so that person is basically stuck in that delusion almost like for one day the narcissist will change one day there's gonna be a happy ending and we're gonna live happily ever after and just they keep waiting and waiting and waiting until decades pass by and the same patterns repeat and the same type of conditional love exchange type of transactional love happens and it occurs every freaking time and it's constant it occurs all the time it's not like something that happens once or twice and then stops because for a normal person uh, a rational logical able to think kind of person would notice their behavior they would self-reflect and they will see that what they're doing is unfair and they will they will look at the situation from their partner's perspective if it's in an in a romantic relationship if you've noticed i've i've been talking about the partners so it's the romantic relationship context but i will move to other contexts later on in this episode so for a partner in a romantic relationship for a person who is rational and able to think logically they will self-reflect no doubt about that and they will look at the situation from their partner's perspective and realize that what they did is wrong and that they regret it because if they put themselves in the partner's shoe they will realize that it is painful to be treated like that or to be in that particular situation whatever it is and so they will apologize they will sincerely apologize and try to talk to their partner about it and look for a solution and try to improve their behavior not for the narcissist though the narcissist is too entitled to come to you and apologize to you for a particular thing let alone how they have been treating you for a couple decades terrible really really terrible um so people who go through these types of abuse like whatever whichever type of abuse emotional physical mental sexual abuse it all affects people they take a huge toll on people's lives and people's you know um way of thinking sorry behaviors lifestyle sorry um and everything in between and it will come they will come to the point where they just maybe because they have been abused all their childhood and growing up to becoming an adult they will either become abusers themselves because they quote unquote didn't know any better or they will 
treat each other, I mean, treat everybody else as the abuser and they will victimize themselves forever. And they will never change or try to look for the, let's say, uh, best way to cope with this kind of abuse and maybe change the perspective to a better one and become a better human on this planet and affect people positively. Unfortunately, after a lot of abuse that happens, some, not everyone, some, may continue the dysfunction and the dysregularity of everything. And they will not seek any help or seek to make any difference. And they become abusers themselves. And they think, okay, well, I... This is love. This is what love is. This is what quote-unquote unconditional love is. And I'm supposed to believe in it the way it is because that's quote-unquote unconditional love. Um, then if this is love, then I will love people the way that I have been treated. I will treat people the way that I have been treated because that's the way it is, you know. That's how things are. I mean, obviously it's a terrible choice to make and a terrible decision because it feels like this person is taking the easy route instead of trying to make some changes here and there and trying to notice what's going on and reflect on what's going on to help improve the situation and work on it better and... Eliminate fights and breakups and relationships going downhill. And they continue on. They continue on with that. And if they get married and have children, it's a generational abuse. And it's a generational curse that is inherited and never stopped. Never put a stop to it because people, quote-unquote, never knew any better. Uh, I hate to sound like the <laughs> the shaman <laughs> who um, knows everything. I'm not. I'm just... You know, this is all based on research that I have been doing for a couple of years now because I've been so obsessed with this topic. It's so fucking... Uh, I mean, it's amazing as a topic, but seriously, it's like a big, deep, giant rabbit hole that you have to dig in and dig deeper if you want to know more. So, yeah. But anyway, back to our to to topic of the episode. Um... For some others, uh, however, differently, they will take a different route. And they will stop. They will make this chain of curses inherited throughout these generations stop. Eliminated. Once and for all. And they will... 
they will sense that something is wrong. They will know that there's something that is not going on well. It's not working out well for the people around them. And it is neat, and it's not working for them either. So they will notice the break in the chain, the chin, uh, the chin, <laughs> the chip or the crack uh, or the twist in the chain. And they will not hesitate to to look at it and try to treat it instead of look at it and move on as though it's not there. They will try to notice it and study it and see how it can possibly be fixed or alternated or thrown away even since it's it's not working it's dysfunctional since it's broken basically it's gonna break the remaining parts of the chain so why leave it like that and ignore it and pretend that everything is fine people my dear listeners fortunately enough in this world there's something called the internet and something called sharing and something called caring (laughs) and awareness becomes a huge part of the reason why a lot of people are becoming more aware of how abuse affects them and the people around them and it'll be a breaking point to when the chain must be stopped and must be put an end to it and lock it somewhere and just stop. Fortunately, there are people who realize that there is something called a personal bill of rights. Not just a bill of rights that is in the constitution of every single country in this world. Not the political one governed by government and people who are, quote-unquote, maybe corrupted and corrupting the country, but rather a personal bill of rights that protect love and secure the person. And the people around them. And for them to know that there is a right among these rights. That they have the right to give and receive unconditional love. Is such a bliss. Is such a bliss. To know or at least research the term love and to do an extended further research about unconditional love and what it takes to reach that level of love and to try to implement it in the world. Because, I mean, study it in theory, okay, it's 
beneficial, but what's the point afterwards? You know it, and then what? So the implementation thereof in the real world has to be executed so that accurate, current, I mean not accurate, current, uh, concrete, yeah, concrete, tangible results appear and conclusions are made. If it's successful, we continue with it. If it fails, we try to seek ways to make some changes, make those changes happen, and then look for the different results. And then the cycle continues. So realizing that we do have the right to give and receive unconditional love. See, when we talk about giving and receiving, it sort of sounds like it's a transactional relationship. No. No, it doesn't. Giving unconditional love to the things and people around you is not hypocrite. Is not showing a smiley face on the outside and an ugly, terrible, angry, vengeful face on the inside, waiting to be released, unleashed. It is not giving someone a present and then expecting them to give you back once you give them that present. It's sort of like, well, I've given you a present, aren't you going to give me one, you know? Otherwise, we will break up or... If they don't give you that present, you will change and act bitchy about it. Or, sorry ladies, bitchy, and sorry guys, dickhead. Act like a dickhead about it. No, that's not. That's not it. Unconditional love that is giving to other animals even, is not imitating that animal to show that animal how much you love them. You're not, you're not going to eat like a bird, you're not going to eat like a cat, you're not going to eat like a dog to show them that, they, that you love them, you know? No. That's a stupid example, but you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, I guess, hopefully. Um, or to someone, or to the thing that you cherish a lot. That's not the way it works. And receiving, oh, and by the way, giving unconditional love does not involve guilt trips. And let me emphasize that point. It never, ever, ever ever includes or involves or revolves around guilt trips. And same for receiving. Same for receiving unconditional love. Neither amount to manipulative, manipulative guilt-tripping behaviors. Sorry, ow. Uh, narcissistic behaviors. That are only there to achieve someone's 
best interest at the expense of others and then leaving everyone else behind and just that's it or exploiting others for the sake of achieving goals and then and that's it like once they do their job they're gotten rid of that's not how it works And unconditional love can be received from strangers. And I noticed a lot, like, um, strangers can relate a lot better to you than family does, for example. Even though they're, they're related to you by blood, that doesn't make them unconditionally love you despite the fact that they've always claimed it to be like that and you know and you see and you and you notice everything so what what it would be like is they actually claim that they unconditionally love you but it contradicts how they actually treat you and so what they're showing you instead is um, uh, is conditional love instead or literally abuse calling it love you know and and not to mention even friendships or workplace you know Strangers can relate to your stories actually sometimes a lot better. And and strangers can show you unconditional love in the simplest, easiest, most ridiculous ways that you never really thought about. And there you go, there there's love. There is love. It doesn't amount to luck to have to find love, to have to find that spontaneous pure unconditional love it doesn't have to be like that you're lucky you found that person you're lucky with that person no i mean sometimes there are coincidences maybe there are things that are meant to happen as well but um sometimes there's just no particular reason it's just there, you know, it just happens. And that's the beauty of the whole thing. That is the beauty of unconditional love. And it's giving and receiving with no expectations. Not from you or the people around you. It is giving and receiving in utmost show of appreciation and kindness, and that's it. And because you care for the other person simply by putting yourself in their shoes, just simply like that, just simply like that. Because you care if the same situation happened to you, you'd like that person to know. 
you care if someone passes by you and gives you a, I don't know, a balloon. And because it makes you happy and it makes your day greater, you would do that to another person as well. Because you'd love to see that smile on your face. And it makes their day. So it's never about exchange for um, like return, but only exchange for the sake of giving and receiving for the sake of receiving because humanity is, that's how humanity is, you know, that's how it's built around. Not the type of people who receive for something in exchange, otherwise behavior changes or narcissistic behaviors anyway, appear. That is abusive. To say the least. To say the least. <laughs> so yeah. To think about unconditional love as part of humanity is to really take a look, take a deep look at what <clears throat> many people who have been abused, unfortunately, who abuse, who choose to abuse others, unfortunately, how much they have missed out on. And how little their world revolves around and how little the things they seek are. Love even comes from the most fulfilling experiences. The most fulfilling experiences even give you unconditional love. You know? It's not about materialistic things only. But but the amount of effect beautiful experiences leave is truly something to admire. And you declaring to yourself every day or whenever you remember that you have the right to receive and give unconditional love will wake you up to the truth that you're not selfish, you're not self-centered, you're not arrogant for saying this. Because you do have the right, like everybody else. And because you declaring that you have this right will make you realize and be able to Slightly, at least, 
distinguish between or start to distinguish between what an abusive relationship is all about and what a loving gesture is about. You know? It'll wake you up to that realization and you will come to know for sure how each manifest and what consequences they have on you and what you will go through afterwards. Either the experiences fulfilling and joyful and happy or frustrating, sad, and hurtful. Unconditional love never revolves around pain. Never revolves around making someone else suffer despite them. It's actually uplifting. And when it is truly uplifting and when it is truly pure and when it is truly innocent and authentic and genuine is during those tough times, is during those hardships which test people and test their patience and their tolerance and anger and frustration and resistance to everything and everyone and hatred towards everything and everyone, including themselves and everything else. That is when... That is when people are tested. And that is when love is supposed to be called conditional or unconditional. So, to conclude... To conclude, basically... We all can and should, for life's sake, admit to ourselves and remind ourselves that we have this right, this right of giving and receiving unconditional love. Absolutely. To beat abuse. To... I mean, I always say it is such a cliche expression to seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse, but you know what I mean? I mean, seriously though, to seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. To grow despite it. To challenge it. To defeat it. To eliminate it. And to spread awareness of how important and vital love, uh, love conditional, <laughs> unconditional love is. Um, I'm pretty sure also that despite the fact that a lot of narcissists 
actually grow pretty old. Pretty, pretty old, actually, despite how abusive they are to the people around them. I'm also pretty sure that unconditional love, whether giving, given or received, will help with the longevity of people to a better, more peaceful, more serene society, more helpful, secure, loving society. So yeah, remind yourself that you have this right every single day or whenever you remember. Write it down, you know, have it in front of you, whatever. Just let yourself know that you do deserve to have this right. You don't deserve to be treated like a trash can if you're a scapegoat from your family like I am. Raise your hand if you're a scapegoat. No, you're more than that. If you're treated like a trash can, like you're the only one who's treated like a trash can in your family, realize that you are so much better and bigger and stronger than what they've always expected. That's why you're a threat to them. But regardless, look at yourself as a person who is worthy of unconditional love not someone who's deserving of abuse and point and laughing at mocking even deserving to be mocked just because you are who you are just just for the sake of existing you know you are more than that and you do have this right. Remember. Remember that you have the right to give and receive unconditional love. And that's it. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available. Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently... I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.